0: What's up, Bookworms? It's your host, Stevie, and we're
1: back with another episode. What's up, guys? It's MJ. Um, hope everybody's having a lovely Thursday evening, day, afternoon, whatever. Um, yeah, um, I don't really know what I want to say right now. I'm eating a salad, and I am super excited to talk to the guests that we have today. And, yeah, I courage for fools is out my book is out if you ever want to go read it go check it out um if you don't want to that's fine too um but yeah um stevie what's going on in the book world
0: well before i i discuss that i'd like to just uh state that i i had a i don't know what just happened but my microphone was unplugged and nobody no idea if it actually worked the whole episode Whew. anyway um not much is happening. I haven't... I'm doing a lot of free reading right now, so... That's good for that. you. Um, but Harlow Ray, who is a really good friend of ours, released a cover today for something like Hate, and I'm super excited to read this book. Um, Nikki Ash released my kind of perfect, I believe is what this one is. Um, and it's an amazing, amazing book. And then... I am currently reading beneath the hood, or no, beneath the stands. I'm sorry, beneath the stands, which is book two in Emily McIntyre's Sugar Lake series. Mm-hmm. So oh, really it's it's actually really good. I'm really liking it. I'm I'm not gonna lie. At first, I was kind of like on the first book, I was like waiting for like the other shoe to drop, like for something interesting to happen. Not yeah. that it wasn't not interesting, but I I think as an adult, I have a hard time reading like childish memories like if they're really really that far back in a throwback like yeah in a, in a flashback scenes mm-hmm. um I think I've, I find myself struggling to stay engaged with it if that makes sense yeah but I actually I stuck it out and I really really enjoyed the book and I think the book underlying looking back at the um flashback scenes they it was a, it was needed for that story mm-hmm. so I understood it and it made more sense so it was a great, it was a great book. And I'm really enjoying Eli's book, Eli and Becca, who is book two. And um, I want to read him. Yeah. And then book four comes out in July, I believe. So July 6th, I think is what Emily was telling me. Um, so I'm really excited for her that this series is a great series. Her, um, this book that I'm reading right now just hit the top 200 or something on Amazon because of a video she posted on tiktok congratulations to her for real that's amazing so yep that's about it for me
1: um do we have any podcast updates that we need to let anybody know about stevie before i read this lovely author's intro um
0: there's always things to share let's see oh um to reiterate what i said on the last episode we are going live on wednesday Yes. we're our Instagram, with TikTok influencer, uh, fit teacher Rachel, who is a big on book talk. So if you know her, I mean, this girl has, uh, I think between Instagram and TikTok has like eighty thousand followers. And my mm-hmm. dog just pushed the door open by itself.
1: Thanks that scared that. the immortal shit out of me. <laughs> um,
0: who else is coming on? Uh, um, we are going to be recording with. The ever so lovely one of my really 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 good friends lillian harris
1: mm-hmm.
0: next week um
1: i think that gianna darlings when heroes fall comes out when this episode is live so make sure you go check that out but uh, i think that's all for um book stuff but i'm gonna go ahead and jump right into reading the intro for this lovely author and then we're going to jump right in and ask her some questions oh and
0: everybody go pre-order found it on goodbye by cat singleton
1: do it true. please please do it go like now. pop star angsty vibe book that's it definitely go do that so anywho without further ado <clears throat> nicole dykes is a wife a professional assistant mom to two gorgeous girl, girls currently residing in Kansas. She's a lover of coffee, Kansas City Chiefs, and all things romance. She currently has over 20 published books with her Monroe and Adamson series being the most popular. She enjoys, enjoys cranking up the angst level, making her readers cry, and turning those tears into the coffee that fuels her writing. The Monroe and Adamson series do intertwine, and if you want to read them in the exact order I wrote them, there is a quick list to guide you on her page.
0: Um, We're going to head over there and talk to her now. Let's get to it. Do you experience digital eye strain from too much blue light exposure from digital screens? Blackster blue glasses are not your average frames. These blue light lenses filter 80% of the highest energy blue light, eliminating 99% of the glare. The past year, we've all been glued to our devices more than ever. I know for MJ and I... We are constantly staring at our computer screens, whether she's writing a book or I'm writing book reviews or editing this podcast or even recording a podcast. Our exposure to digital light has soared and our eyes and our sleep are suffering as a result. Baxter Blue is also a force for good and provides a pair of reading glasses for someone in need for every pair sold. This is eyewear built for our digital age, and Baxter Blue is giving our listeners 10% off your next purchase of Boy Light Sleep or kids' glasses. Click the link in our show notes for your exclusive discount. This is the sign you've been waiting for to invest in Boy Light Glasses. We know you will love your Baxters, and we know that you will feel the difference, too.
1: Thank you so much for joining us, Nicole Dykes. Welcome to the Bookshelf Boyfriends podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. Um, how are you? How's the weather where you're at? I know that's like such cliche conversation, but I feel like it's such a good segue that I don't even um, care. It's been storming
2: here since last night and our power actually went off at oh. three in the morning.
1: Where are you at? Are you from, hold, hold up, say morning one more time. Morning. <laughs> oh my God, she's from the South. I, I'm from Kansas okay Kansas I okay know. I was like I but, but,
2: yeah I have a lot of family in Oklahoma and Texas and my mom's from Oklahoma so yeah
1: <laughs> I hadn't noticed it prior to morning and then yeah. I heard it and I was like oh wait a minute I wait. know I an accident when I hear it yes uh, my friends tease me all the time it's okay Stevie gives me so much shit for it on this podcast <laughs> it's not even it's not even funny anymore that's because she's from the, <laughs> the south and I'm from the
0: north Baltimore oh yeah but I'm not like I'm under the Mason Dixon line so I'd like to clarify that <laughs> that's
1: listen I mean I mean, feel like that's a big match yeah but I mean I know I know we're great it's just yeah. uh, we don't really I don't think we get a ton of southern authors on here so it's oh, great. We have lot I know but, but what are you talking about we have lots name <laughs> name three we've had a lot of southern authors I can think of this lady right now <laughs> uh, I can think of Kristen who's from Florida Kristen's not ten- Kristen's from the south yes um and then uh, that's that's
0: it that's it. I got it's all I got um kelly elliott's from texas okay okay kelly elliott
1: okay we kelly elliott through all of our episodes but we've had multiples okay well listen i don't i don't I have bad memory anyways moving forward we're gonna jump well, right that's like you have been revoked from all oh my gosh, listen i should have already been revoked from that what part of our intro of i am just a comedic relief do you not get so um, we're going to jump right into book questions about you, because this is what this is about, is you, not means to be <laughs> arguing. Um, so you just released your book, Salvation, a few weeks ago. Love the cover, by the way. For yeah. readers who haven't heard of the book, can you tell us a little bit about the synopsis?
2: Uh, yeah, it is about a girl who is in some trouble, and she's actually a stripper. And then the tattoo artist guy that, of course, is a player up until now and he comes and rescues her
1: oh my god I love a stripper I love a stripper <laughs> ah listen I'm not my mom was a stripper so like I, well, I don't care. You. that's all right about anybody I love it I love different walks of life me too and plus I just think I feel like strippers get it I feel like strippers get a bad rep in general I just feel like people I mean, people got to do what they got to do. And even if they don't got to do what they got to do, some people, like, what are you talking about? Like, there are days where I'm like, why the fuck don't I have a good body? Because and I
0: have, first of all, has anybody made it to the stripper side of TikTok? Because it is freaking
1: hilarious. Or um, is there um, ones where they do like their daily stress, And then they count their money at the end. Yes. And they feel like, I'm going to quit everything I'm doing, work um, out, and go strip. Yep. Uh, <laughs> see yeah I am extremely jealous of women who get to do that because they make <laughs> such good money and I yeah am, uh, I just I, 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 feel, to judge. I know I know that's what I'm saying right I feel like it's like a society thing where it's like I feel like strippers like there was this one girl I follow on TikTok and she does that and she like travels and does it and she's uh-huh. like I can make up to what a doctor makes in a year Like I make the same salary, and she was like, "But nobody's gonna recognize me as being like a successful person because what I'm doing is like illicit." But it's like, yeah, uh, that's right. It's like, sweetheart, you didn't have to go to like you didn't have to go to eight years of medical school or nothing, and you making what a doctor makes. Like, (laughs) damn, God, I love, I love it. I'm here for it. So (laughs) you can take the next question, or you want me to? Oh, I can. Okay, go ahead. So Finn is the tattoo artist. Charity as a stripper
0: so what inspired their story um I
2: think just that I love different scenarios and like different kinds of people I can't stand judgment ever yeah. if you haven't walked in their shoes so I love like playing with different kinds of characters I so. love that that's pretty much where it came from. I was like, I'm gonna just take some taboo people and then, put them together. Watch yeah,
0: why not? I I'm actually to read this book because
1: it's so good. Listen, uh, time, time management. I'm, I'm, right. trying. I'm trying. There's so many books. I, not even just that. It's just like, I don't like I feel like I mean I took like a break but I only took like a week break from writing because you just have to feel like you have to jump right into the next thing no she got uh-huh. a major idea and ran with it oh. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that I'd had an idea already but it's like I just feel like I have no time because it's like oh yeah. my god you gotta, you gotta get you I gotta start working again to get like to, to the next deadline and it's like yeah. uh, two weeks turns into like two days and it's just insane Oh, yeah, yeah, I get that. <laughs> this book reminds me of What It's Like by Everlast. Everlasting, is that the name of the band? You guys oh, know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love, I that love Everlast. That's perfect for this book, I feel like. That so, is a good one. So, Charity has had a really rough life with abuse, and Finn is like the epitome of a book boyfriend. And their yeah. story definitely has trigger warnings, but also sweet moments. So what made you want to address some difficult topics in this topax, topics, topics um, in this story? <laughs>
2: um, When I was younger, my grandma was a foster mom. Mm-hmm. So I got to meet a lot of different foster kids that would go, like she was a temporary one. So like they wouldn't be there very long, yeah. but I would get to hear their stories. And it just made me think about the forgotten kids and just. I want to write their stories.
1: Not me, like, tearing up. <laughs> because, um, so I was in foster care when I was young. Oh. A brief time. So that just made me cry. Oh, no. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, no. So, These
0: mother-
2: girls were amazing. And, like, they had to grow up so fast. And oh, yeah. they're just so smart and fun to hang out
1: with. And, I don't know. It just, I, it hit me. First of all, you know I'm all a saint. it's a tough <laughs> job to do. Such a saint. Love her to yeah. death. I know her. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I wasn't in for as long as like other people probably were, like definitely were, but I wasn't in right. for, like, a temporary amount of time. So yeah, I get it. That's awesome. I'm so glad that you're doing that. I love that. Yay. My heart. So and this soul. whole
2: series is pretty much the forgotten kids.
1: I love that. Am I crying? In a good way, Happy (laughs) Dear. Didn't expect to be doing this on the on the podcast (laughs) today. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't come here to make you cry. Good job, Nicole. All
0: right, go with the next one. Um so I don't want to give too much away about this book because I have read it and MJ has not okay um, i'm
1: getting there will
0: there be another book because i i know some of your fans have um really really wanted certain characters <laughs> to be written <laughs> yes christian is getting a book That is the character everybody wanted written
2: like, <laughs> yes, he is a mess but i love him so yeah he's definitely going to have a book and i mean i already have his cover ready and everything like it's coming
1: Oh, she's ready. This <laughs> ma'am is ready. Well, yeah. I'm
0: not kidding. This This girl has a lot of books. A lot so of books.
1: So many. <laughs> Talent. Must be nice. I can't, I mean, even, like, well, I, I can't even catch a break. How much, your Monroe series has,
0: what, like 10 books, 10 full lengths and a novella? Is that right? Um, Yeah,
1: somewhere she's got a lot of books, (laughs) that's what it is. Talent, pure talent. (laughs) So, if you could pick one of your series to be turned into a movie, which one would you pick and why? Oh, that's so hard.
2: I think probably the Monroes, they were the first, and uh, yeah, it's a story about uh five siblings that follows them along as they grow up so i think it would be really good for like a series
1: i love that i listen there are so many books that i'm just like like i watch okay so i watch television i watch netflix right Oh, and, too. I, and i'm like i'm watching netflix and i'm like this is what we came up with this is the best we got Right. i have <laughs> a handful of a shit ton of books that were yeah. phenomenal and this is what we got yeah, I, don't I literally re I have rewatched Criminal Minds twenty five thousand <laughs> times because it's the only thing that stimulates my brain anymore. She came um, to visit me, and that's all she watched. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's like my favorite television show. However, um, I do watch Lucifer. If I recommend Lucifer, if you got okay, if you guys haven't read, watched it yet, what the fuck are y'all doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I haven't seen that one. Oh my fucking The Jesus. new season comes on on Friday right? I know and oh she be hyperventilating because now I don't know what to do because Gianna Darling's Mafia book comes out tomorrow and I Lucifer. <laughs> so what am I gonna do? I don't know. You Okay first of all Nicole you need to read you need to watch Lucifer. It's really good. Okay. It's like And there's a really hot guy who plays him. It's like the devil is in Las Vegas in real life. Wow. He's played by, like, this really hot guy. And there's, like, pop. And, like, he basically, like, works with this detective to, like, solve murders. And, like, he there's like pop culture references like all oh my god like there's this one like i am give a hint about like where she's talking about how like where well, aren't you supposed to be like you know like where's the horns and like you know whatever yeah. it's like horns are just for hollywood baby it is literally so good you need to watch it okay okay i will add that to my list do it for real okay okay so
0: <laughs> so if you would make the monrosa series who would you cast in those roles
2: Oh my gosh. I don't know.
1: It's <laughs> a good question.
2: That is a really good question. I don't, probably some unknown actors.
1: How probably that. unknown actors? Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, what age them. range would you think? Because listen, I could get a cast together in like two seconds. <laughs>
2: well, there you go. Yeah. Well, uh, the very first one on social starts with Dylan, who's 26. Okay. And then he has to get guardianship of his four younger
1: siblings. Okay, so 26, but looks like a little older, so he comes off yeah. mature. Right. Got it. Okay. I could get a cast together. I mean, I, I don't I can, I, can do no. I can figure it out. Okay, you you're going to get a message in
0: your inbox that has a whole cast for you.
1: Castless. I'm ready. <laughs> because dead ass, I
0: am very, okay. Don't, I, don't get her started because she's going to start trying to guess your
1: um, Zodiac next. <laughs> okay, first of all, I'm not trying to guess nobody. Okay, listen, first of all. You're the one who was like, she's going to guess your Zodiac at the end of the podcast. And then I sweat the whole time because I'm like, what the fuck if I get it wrong? So my DoorDash is here. (laughs) Anyways, um, as I was saying, I feel like casts are super important. And I love when I love when authors like post like things like, oh, this is like who I think inspired, you know, so-and-so and and this person inspired so-and-so. And it's like, oh my God, I can see it now. I can see it. I love it. I have Pinterest for each book, <laughs> and I have them
0: all,
2: like all the characters and those.
1: Girl, we I'd Have to go girl. check it. Yeah, <laughs> same. So, yeah. um, what's next for you in 2021? Tell us a little bit about that.
2: Oh my gosh, so much. Uh, I have the summer of standalones right now. It's four standalones in four months. Oh my gosh, insane! And I think I'm gonna die. <laughs>
1: yeah i'm gonna die with you R- yeah, R.I.P. <laughs>
2: I'm crazy and everyone always teases me about it but yeah uh so four standalones in four months and then christian's book from this series and i have other ideas for standalones like i have a bunch of books planned. oh my god
1: <laughs> i could never <laughs> the talent <laughs> just it probably none of it makes any
0: sense at all. <laughs> oh my god, that's insane.
1: That's insane. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even that's insane. Okay, anyways, okay, so congratulations. I hope that it goes well. I'm sure it's going to. Um, so she makes kind of- herself sound like
0: she doesn't do anything, but she literally released five books
1: in what eight months. Oh my gosh, <laughs> yeah. See? Don't talk about me like You're
2: a little crazy too, huh?
1: no it's called insomnia Right?
2: depression
1: Depression. just kidding okay so um we're gonna move into writing questions which is the section that I handle um so when did you first realize that you wanted to be a writer slash you know author thing
2: um I have always loved to write uh English was always my favorite subject I always got a hundred percent on all of it without even having to try but whenever I had my first daughter and I was home like rocking a newborn I was like okay this is time I'm gonna try it and Amazon had made it pretty easy for self-publishing so I just went for it
1: yes yes queen (laughs) I love that I love that like some of these stories like where it's like people becoming mothers and like realizing you know like hey like you know I want to have a career outside of that and like, yeah. goodness, like I, love that. I
2: love that yeah and that's I wanted to be able to stay home with them and this has made it possible
1: I so um, my in-laws are like when are you guys having children like when are we having <laughs> babies and I'm like oh my god right <laughs> because see my thing is is I'm terrified okay so this is my thing is I'm terrified of having children and then mm-hmm. not being able to like like uh See, I want to be selfish just for a little bit longer, because when I have a kid, I want to be able to dedicate myself to that child, right? And I'm going to feel selfish as, I'm just, I'm just going to, I don't want to feel selfish, okay? I want to be selfish right right now without a child. Yes. No kids. No kids.
2: We waited, I think, like seven years before we had kids, and- Everybody was like giving up on us. They didn't think we were going to. We are like, we're just having fun right now. Exactly.
1: That's me. Yep. I
2: literally just want to enjoy myself.
1: Just leave me. Yeah. Leave.
2: And then once we had kids, we didn't really feel the need to go out very often or anything because we did that.
1: Exactly. And I feel like that is the key. So yeah. are you a plotter, a pantser, or like a planter? I plot. Okay. Oh, yes. change of pace. Yes. Change of pace. Yes. We get a lot of panthers and a lot of planters. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, I plot. I uh, will sit there and write out each chapter.
1: That's talent. I don't know if I could do every single chapter. I could do
2: It'll it come to me and then I'll write it down and just go from there. I think that's how I've been able to write them fast for me. Because then I've I the outline.
1: I wish <laughs> I could teach my fucking brain to work like that. <laughs> So, um, do you have any, like, interesting quirks, like, when you're writing, like, eating Twizzlers or, like, wearing the same hoodie or something like that?
2: Um, I have to have my pillow, which is weird, okay. <laughs> and I put my laptop on my pillow and coffee, lots and lots of coffee.
1: Oh, yeah. I feel like coffee yeah. endorse all authors. Yes. Yes. And Duncan, I love my Duncan, like, iced mocha. I have a Dunkin' too. We're like a Dunkin' area, not a Starbucks, not a Starby's area. Us too. So I love a good Dunkin'. I just feel like Dunkin' has just better quality coffee. I don't give a fuck name. I do too. Yes. Come for me if you must. <laughs> but I think it's the truth. And nobody wants to admit it because Starby's aesthetic is a little bit better. Yes. Whatever. So what do you like to do when you're not writing?
2: I just play with my kiddos pretty much. That's... But I think that's how I balance, like, the guilt of writing. <laughs> <And> I go, <laughs> yeah. I go play as much as I can, and then I write whenever they sleep.
1: <laughs> okay, I love it. How old are your kiddos?
2: Uh, six and
1: four. Oh, my God. Such, those are such fun ages.
2: Yes, they're so much fun. And then they're starting to learn how to play on their own. But then they come in and, you know, want me to play,
1: too. So
2: we that. work around that. <laughs>
1: Okay, so speaking of your family, what does your family think about your writing and have they read any of your books? Obviously, your six and four-year-old haven't, but... No, my husband
2: is very, very supportive, sometimes too supportive. Like, he's always (laughs)
1: trying
2: to, hey, use that in your book. I'm like, no, stop.
1: (laughs) God, that's literally Fletcher. (laughs)
2: Stop it, be quiet. This is my thing. Um, My family... On my side is super supportive, but they don't. I ask them not to read it. <laughs> I'm like, please don't read my books.
1: Same.
2: And uh, my in-laws are kind of terrible, but you know. <laughs> Ooh, tough. Some, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, they've called it smut and all kinds of fun stuff.
1: I'd be like, hell yeah, I sell smut. I, I- listen. <laughs> I have learned to like own that shit like my yeah. dad literally got a shirt made that says my daughter writes porn that is hilarious
2: See, and my like, kids would wear that like they don't care but, and that's why I'm fine with it because my family is awesome yeah my husband supports me 100% and will back me up
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it kind of drives his family insane <laughs>
1: Listen, let it drive him insane, because I'm right? be like, listen, you got to see the money you can make off Rotten Smut. I don't know what the fuck you're yeah. talking about. I'm kidding. Yes. That, and my sister-in-law, she is awesome, and
2: she's read all my books. Yeah. So, right. I mean, it's not his whole family. It's just, you know, and they, you know, blame religion and stuff like that. And I'm like, whatever. Tell me no! God
1: doesn't love love. Oh, my God. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Nope. Nuh-uh, honey. Listen, I grew up Southern Baptist, and my dad still wears that shit. My dad is, right. like, my dad found Jesus later in life, but no, he's uh, not okay. very, like, Jesus-y, you know, and I Aww. love it. It's fine. I love it about him. He's, like, right. very, I feel like, I feel like Christians should be, like, you know, similar to how my dad is. He's not very judgmental, and like I said, he got a shirt made that says, my daughter writes porn, and, like, he's, he's super supportive it's just he it's he's just trying to be funny about it like he'll oh, be like write, more. He's like write me more porn books lately it's like yeah oh, that's I so what, I love it
2: that's the thing I don't understand judging people and then calling yourself a Christian so
1: know. that's where we run into <laughs> the issue no no I hate that too I hate that too I feel like isn't that like a sin thou shalt not judge like a commandment that's a commandment right Yeah, Uh, I should know this. I've read the Bible like twice. So no, but like, it's like thou shalt not judge. And I feel like that's like the main thing people like do is like judge other people. And I think my dad says it the best. He's like, my relationship with Jesus and God is my walk with him. And he was like, other people's walk is their walk. I'm like a human and I have no right to persecute anybody here because it's not my job like right. we, it's nobody's job to do that like when we come to the day that we die and we go up to heaven that's his job you know yeah and he's like hell he's like I don't know I'm gonna be sitting here right now thinking I'm doing the right thing and then get up to the pearly gates and be like sorry pal sorry about your love <laughs> come on down, down you know, don't know. <laughs> so and plus yeah. I'm bisexual so obviously religion uh-huh. don't have- I mean I mean we just we just already in a bad situation. that's oh man I <laughs> love I don't get it. Oh no me either. I and that's another thing is I just feel like just love you love be a good person and right. do what you want man. I don't I don't get yeah. a sh- I don't care. I love people. That's that's it. Exactly. <sighs> yeah. Thank you for coming to my TED talk. Right. Trigger warning <laughs> religious conversation. <laughs> oh <laughs> trigger warning religious conversations um yeah. no but I am gonna preface I am gonna say that like I'm not I'm not like shitting on any religion I think religion is beautiful I think people right. who worship great for you I think it's a beautiful thing I don't I'm not personally religious I'm very spiritual though so I know what it feels like to be connected in that kind of way and believe in something you can't see and I I commend you respect you and if you're a good person love you long time peace out all right right so, <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, so Stevie's gonna handle the reading questions and okay. I'm gonna go grab my DoorDash to make sure that nobody stole anything. Yeah. And my lights as I am talking about spirituality are flicking. Oh no. I'm gonna go make sure nobody stole my I'm gonna have to go. No.
0: All right. So has a book ever changed your life or maybe changed your outlook on something? Um I think
2: all of them do in some ways, like the good ones that really stick with you. I think that a book can definitely change like your perspective. I know I hadn't read any um, male male books at for a long time. Um, And then I read Wicked Lies by Kay Webster. Oh, yes. God. And then I was just on it like they're amazing. And it just opens your eyes to a whole bunch of stuff. And I wasn't like against anything I just hadn't read them yet and then I that's pretty much all I read now
0: <laughs> um K Webster also has a series and an, an MM series with Misty Walker oh I love that series oh it's so good oh uh, and then Hood River her, uh, I'm the K-Web
2: junkie I will read everything she writes she and I love like nominal author <laughs> oh she's amazing and all her books like they stick with me I just I love her books
0: <laughs> so what attracts you to a book the cover a blurb or the recommendation from someone um all three I do love a good cover um oh, cover horse too Yes.
2: <laughs> I need a good cover and then I always read the blurb because I'm really picky <laughs>
0: I get it. I think I'm a, I'm really much a mood reader now than I used to be. Yeah. Always read the blurb. And if the blurb just does not sell me on something, I won't read it.
2: Yes. That's, I need a good blurb. I don't know what to put so much pressure on them to write them. I don't know
1: what to clarify myself as because I bought a book and I have no idea what it's about. Still don't. She bought um, Claire Contreras' book. I knew she was I knew the author. I had I never read her before. And I, I obviously, I knew that she was, you know, a talented, gifted author, right? Right. I was scrolling through Instagram. Scrolling <laughs> Instagram through, gets me all the time. And her fucking cover for Fables and Other Lies showed up. Oh. And I said, Yeah, I'm buying that. I literally went to Amazon, bought it, didn't even read the blurb. That's Haven't even yeah. had any read it yet. But it's the most beautiful cover. I love it so much. It's beautiful. So I will literally, if I see a cover I like, I'll be like, oh, bought that. I am literally looking at a book on my shelf. It yeah. Has a gorgeous cover I've ever seen in my life. And I hate the fucking book. am <laughs> not going to say it out loud, <laughs> but I hate the book. So, but yeah, I don't know what to classify myself as when it comes to reading because. I feel like I just have a select group of authors that I'll just ride or die with. I'll just wait patiently for their releases. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Literally what I do. I definitely have that. (laughs) So continue, Stevie. Um,
0: Do you prefer e-reader or physical copies?
1: I love
2: signed copies on my shelf that I don't really read. And then an e-reader to read because I usually read at night.
1: I agree. I don't like anybody touching my paperbacks. Yeah, mean, yeah. Like, I, I will own, own multiple books. copies of them on my Kindle and on my shelf. Yes. Like, <laughs> don't fucking bend my spine. Don't flip my pages.
2: Oh, man. My kids, they will pack my books up oh, off of my shelf, and I freak out every time. Stop it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will literally cry. And, yes. And I don't think people realize, like, I was talking to my husband, and I was like, "I didn't lock my door or something." He was like, "Somebody's gonna break in and steal shit." He's like, "What are they gonna steal? Like, what do we own?" <laughs> right. And he's like, "They'll steal like you know, like talking about stuff." And I was like, "Oh, I know what they'd steal—my books." And he was like, "Oh, oh. no?" And I was like, "I got now, I got at least like." Fifteen hundred dollars in these books, right? right? <laughs> like, I don't know what you are talking about. Books are fucking expensive, bro. Holy like one check is like one hundred and seventy-five dollars.
0: Yeah, and I don't so, know if non-readers know that.
1: <laughs> I, yeah, they. I don't
0: think they understand how expensive the habit
1: can be, right? <laughs> bro, I'm not even. I just dropped like eighty-five dollars on four books. Oh man, it's so easy to do. I got one on sale too. It was good. Oh, no, no. And then when my favorite authors come out with new covers, I'm like, y'all bitches. Y'all yeah. are some bitches. <laughs> yeah, just, y'all know I gotta buy it now, because I'm a junkie for your shit, so now <laughs> I gotta buy it. Shit. Yeah, Got multiple copies of shit on myself, I can't deal with myself. Alright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: has a book or series you'd like to ever been turned into a movie or TV show that you did not like the adaptation of?
2: Um... I don't think so the I think I read books that you know haven't been turned into anything yet but again K-Web if she ever gets a series they better do it
0: justice right yeah I'm still hoping that they do this B.B. um, Easton thing oh yeah freaking out about it oh man
2: I hope that they don't mess it up
0: I will be so sad
2: yeah that's (laughs) I yeah I don't I have never read like the U books, but I do watch the series, so I don't is it, know. Are if you I'm on there. Netflix?
1: Yes. Yeah. Oh, girl! <laughs> the new season! I'm so excited! I need it so bad! I need to I know who the neighbor is. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Listen, I love a good TV show or book that makes me like the person I'm not supposed to like.
2: Me but, too. That is I'm my favorite. At-
1: a little less in the second season. Well, I mean, I guess not. It was probably a little more in the second season. But it started in the first season when I was like, I was like, yeah, Joe, kill him. And I'm like, wait, right, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Wait, what? What's wrong with I you? You're like, For <laughs> real, I was like justifying his actions. I was like, oh, yeah, right. Joe, you need to kill her to be with Beck. And I'm like, oh, wait. No, that's not morally what you should be saying. Yeah, and then the actors like, "What is wrong with you, women?" And I'm <laughs> like, "Oh my god!" It's like, "I'm fine." I, it's like, "Oh god, don't look at me." <laughs> I mean, terrible. Anyways, but I mean, I feel like Beck was a little ungrateful. I'm just choking. I'm just joking. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, wasn't too sad. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, well, on, on to the next. On to the next exactly. one. Exactly. So yeah. Um. I'm crossing my fingers for, like, future TV show adaptation of A Court of Thorns and Roses that they uh. fuck that up. <laughs> yeah. But um, if they do, then um, I'm going to have a mental breakdown, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> we're going to move on to, like, our favorite portion of the podcast, which is Trope okay. Questions. Um, it sadly is the end of it, but.
2: Oh, man. That one. Is- but, um.
1: So what is your favorite trope to write and why?
2: Um, I love enemies to lovers oh, and yeah. friends to lovers. Icon, um, yes, I love that because I need angst. Oh, yeah, drama, I have to have it or
1: I'm bored. Like, make me cry, please, and thank you.
2: Yes, I love the broken characters, that's what I need. So, that has to be my favorite, probably.
1: Enemies to lovers is, a, is an icon that, yeah, uh, if it was like shelves, like if we were giving Grammys for tropes. <laughs> Yes. Yes, I need
2: it. Like not necessarily the bully ones, but just, you know, two people that don't get along at first. I love it
1: listen i'm here
0: for it i like being a good enemies to lovers but we all know that uh there's another trope that holds the key to my heart
1: you're getting a great bet is she- stevie's is giving it? her stevie's giving her grammy to secret baby surprise, slash surprise
2: oh my god my friend ari she is
0: always like is she pregnant yet i'm like no stop she's
1: not gonna, not gonna get
2: pregnant
0: <laughs> Stevie. i'm the one that's like <laughs> counting down the days till the knocked up anthology comes
1: out Oh my gosh, yes. I love you. Or at Thank least you. until the arc hits my Kindle. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just realizing in this moment, like obviously I know that we've discussed this before, but I'm realizing in this moment that we are the perfect yin and yang of each other. But how yeah. did you not realize this? We've been doing this for almost a year. No, but I was just really genuinely thinking about it. Like I am a disaster. You are very scheduled. <laughs> I write, I like dark romance you read not dark romance like, we are uh-huh. very yin and yang of each other south north that's perfect we're great also are we lost in the civil war thankfully one does not know how to drive <laughs> for real so um no but i love enemy slivers however i have a question i have a question about why okay do you read bully romance i uh, why do i or do i do you read bully romance
2: um I have I've started um drifting away from it a little bit okay with uh, whenever there's like a female if it's two men then I'm here for it but for some okay. reason I don't like women ever looking weak okay
1: got it got it
2: or a man like abusing a woman that's kind of I guess my trigger I didn't even know I had one but
1: <laughs> I get it listen I'm doing research <laughs>
2: Uh, That's, definitely, definitely read it if I'm in the mood for it but yeah some okay. days I'm like don't take that
1: <laughs> this, is, this is my thing with the bully romance right yeah like I can't read like I don't enjoy read like I love some dark I've read some dark shit so it's like yeah, I don't yeah. even know like what is dark and light at this point but <laughs> a dark for like the bully romance I'm not a big fan of like if they're in high school and he's just being a dick to her to be a dick to her right I like the ones where she if he's a her in high school and they get out of high school and then she becomes a bad bitch and she's like stepping on his dick and it's like yes ma'am. yeah or if there is I don't want to say there's no there's no justification for bullying let me clarify right. this is a fictional world we are disgusting, discussing discussing mm-hmm. but it's like not just justification is such a bad word I'm not going to use it um <laughs> I guess, like, if there is a reason behind what's happening, like, for example, there is one plot in a book that I really like, where basically she, like, snitch, she, like, lies on them, and they end up Uh going to jail. (gasps) Is that, uh, Gemma? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. I love that theory. She snitches, she, like, lies on them, and they go to jail. She, like, lies because she's mad, and then they go to jail. Uh they get out of jail, and they're, like, out blood. Are we talking about Penelope Douglas again? Shut up. Don't say the name, because I don't want people to know that's the plot I'm talking about. Okay, see, I'm going to need you to send it to me, though, so I can read it. It's Absolutely. Absolutely. See? And so it's not, like, bully as much as it's, like, um, I mean, it is bully, but it's more like torment, I feel like.
2: See, and I read dark books, so I like that too. Just like the pissy teenager thing, I, yeah. I can't handle as much.
1: Yeah, okay, cool. All right, I was just wondering. I was just curious. <laughs> yeah. doing, research my, <laughs> doing research for my own personal uh, writing extravaganza. All right. <laughs> All right, so um, moving forward.
0: What uh, is one trope you would eventually like to write and why? Um. I don't know. Uh, I am
2: finally writing. Is it male male? Is that how you say it? I know it's MM. You <gasps> can say it either way. Okay, because I always feel like I'm saying it wrong, but I am finally writing one and I wanted to for a while, but I was like, I don't know if I can do this justice. Like <laughs> it's so like it's my favorite. So, so yeah, cool. I'm gonna do that this summer.
1: I'm so excited. I love a good yeah. mm.
2: Love it. me too and like one of them's a rock star and one of them is um a baseball player which i've never done either of those either so it's all a, kind rock of star and a
1: baseball player Stevie. okay, okay. i I can, I can get behind this so that's like yeah me and stevie and putting them in a book together yep <laughs> yes i'm here for that i'm here for that i'm excited as fuck all right cool that's so- me too that's gonna be part of my summer of stand so I'm really well, no excited.
2: wonder you're writing them out so quick. That sounds right. Like fun. Right?
1: It's so much fun. <laughs> so, what is one trope you'll never write, and why?
2: Um, I am not too keen on too happy of books.
1: <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I can't really
2: write like the fluffy kind of books. I need some kind of pain.
1: Yeah, I get it. And
2: torment in it. No, so, thanks. yeah, I don't see myself ever doing
1: that. <laughs> samezies yeah retweets <laughs>
0: i don't like see one of my one of my least favorite things is insta love yes i am not an insta love fan now a, i like a good insta love and
1: then something happens in the middle right like, like well no gonna, i mean yeah.
0: like ones that's pure insta love and that's it
1: yeah yeah and then no, they're together sure for the, the rest of the, the book the i can do where it where the fuck is the pain where yes is where is the blood <laughs> bloodshed <laughs> yes like, I need something to hurt at some point. Jeez, yes. I can't. Yeah. I like a good, I, so like some of my, my friends are like, oh my God, there's too much back and forth. And I'm like, no, right. <laughs> like, what are you talking? <laughs> there's not enough. No. <laughs> yeah. And I so need to hurt. <laughs> I love, I need it. And like, I know a lot of people don't like it when there's like conflict in the relationship and they prefer it when like the drama is outside of the relationship. Right. It's right. Like, the inside relationship shit's what hurts. Like, right. I love that's that. what's gonna get yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, <laughs> so it's fine. I'm like shameful. I am a slut for angst. I don't even care. Me too. <laughs> Look, i read just
0: about anything that's not dark romance, but or give it a try at least. But I'm also here. I always get judged because I like this type of thing, but I'd love when a character dies in a book.
1: oh Um <laughs> I like wanting to put through the ringer though. Like I like that, it, that's emotionally draining. Readers yeah. like you are the bane of my existence. <laughs> Why? Because of readers that like you that enjoy that, authors write them and then they you destroy definitely. readers like me. Like, for instance, Molly McAdams was oh. so under fire for the longest time for what she did <laughs>
0: in, in her book. And then, yes. and then we had her on and it was just the funniest thing in the world because we talked <laughs> about this and she's like ang- like people were angry with me and well, then but yeah but then it became a thing where her fans had this joke about the son from that book about where he was and it was say he's off in the military somewhere and then she rewrote his story all these years later
1: to oh find my out where the
0: son is. that's funny <laughs> So now the joke is over, like nobody, they don't say he's overseas anymore because now he's not and he has his own book. <laughs>
1: oh, my God. Dead <laughs> ass. Yeah. Of course. That's ar- terrible. <laughs> obviously i'm not gonna like go after an author and be like you killed off my favorite character and like be salty pissed off at them uh. but I'm, gonna be little, I'm gonna be sad to myself i'm gonna be mad to myself it's like how the fuck are you gonna get me attached to a motherfucker <laughs> Yeah, but they still get a happy ever after normally it's in a love triangle when it happens though Okay, and- well, what if, well, I'm talking about what if it's not in a happy ever after? Okay, or like, 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 listen, Gianna, I love her. You realize that no author would, in their right mind,
0: would write a story that did not end in a happy ever after because it would be under severe.
1: Bet, mm-hmm. bet, I've read multiples. I, I can think of five right now. You also read really weird books. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I can think of five right now, and I will also never forgive Gianna Darling for killing off one of my favorite characters. I'm not gonna say it because it's a spoiler, but. I'm still sorry yeah. that to me oh she killed me <laughs> I literally I hate when I hate when that happens I hate it me too I'm still not over it but then I did it in fight
2: so I can't say much
1: <laughs> and so, so Stevie's gonna take the last question and then I'm gonna guess your zodiac and then you're gonna talk about yourself for a little bit and oh god we have reached the end <laughs> she says oh god <laughs> <laughs> me too
0: um if you were in a book what trope would you want for your story oh gosh um I mean there's no wrong answer we've had authors who married who who ended up with their storyline like yeah married huh. her, her teacher her, her
1: coach they be oh yeah. wow yeah. college, I... coach. clarify wow uh,
2: probably just friends to lovers, plain and boring.
0: <laughs> Listen, no. there is nothing
1: plain and boring about that. These people go through <laughs> some shit sometimes. It's true. I just can't rightfully pick friends to lovers when I know reverse harem is out there. Can't oh. Do <laughs> <laughs> can't do it. Why <laughs> would I have one when I could have them fucking all? And I would do five, no more than five in my, in my harem because- that's too many. I don't have any holes. And yeah, that sounds pretty exhausting. It does. <laughs> so five one. However, I cannot do less than five because <laughs> you that that. Would be blasphemy to <laughs> be able to cut one of my guys out. So yeah,
0: can't do it. Can't do it. But yeah, uh, my I my will home. always be a billionaire because they have money and I don't. So, oh man, that's they a good be go My own library. I want to change my answer.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's the best one.
1: For real, it is. It's a smart move. But (laughs) I would take like, I would have, my reverse harem would include Azrael (laughs) from A Court of Thorns and Roses, Rowan from Throne of Glass, Wrath from J.R. Ward's Dark Lover series. Oh, God warren from uh shadow the shatter me series by like i don't know how to say her her name and i don't want to butcher it and then uh oh god damon from palby douglas's devil's night oh series. God, i love damon okay so you know what i'm talking about when i'm telling you the plot of the earlier book yeah okay all right okay cool yes so,
2: now i know where you're yes oh okay. my god damon I, was, and Will, I wanted them together so bad did you say
1: Damon and Will? Oh my God, Nicole! <laughs> listen to me. She, she's about done now. <laughs> to we're gonna take; we're gonna take five seconds. Five seconds, y'all. Just skip over this por- portion of the podcast if you don't listen to it. Okay, listen to me. I love winter, and I love Emmy. Right? Yes. But I would not mind shipping them off to like after <laughs> and having Will and Damon yes. have their happily ever after because you're telling me right now that in Kill Switch, it's in Kill Switch, yeah, in Kill Switch that when they're having that argument at the pool house, right, and shit goes down. I was like, sir, gentlemen, they love me <laughs> because because like Kai and and Michael have their thing in and right. right. corrupt, right? And I was like, damn, yeah. I don't know, I, I'm all sort the of <laughs> fucked up. But Damon yes. and Will, oh my god, and then Damon says that line where he's talking about how he was, like, I couldn't say it with words, but he's, like, talking about how, like, he would tell him that if he were to have sank to the bottom of the ocean, he would have, like, um, been with him.
2: Yes.
1: And I was like, y'all have got me fucked up.
2: Yes, I <laughs> love them. In my mind, they're together. Yeah, I was like, <laughs>
1: Penelope, how the fuck are you gonna do that to me? and Let right. me not want them <laughs> together. Exactly. <Shit>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> damon's in my harem like uh, I, I, I feel uh, like putting uh, all these uh, men together they're all very alpha so i don't know how it's gonna go but i think for me personally it's gonna be great yeah it's be great just sit back and watch <laughs> oh i know it's gonna be amazing i love it i wish these fictional men were real um oh. so uh, that is okay that is the end that is the last question we have okay but i'm gonna try and guess your zodiac sign <laughs> um this is a fun party trick that she does oh fun so i you are either a fire sign or born in a warm month because you're very upbeat and happy um i do not think that you're a leo because you don't like talking about yourself (laughs) (laughs) true um i do not think that you are a sagittarius because they're bitches sometimes (laughs) um and so that would leave either an Aries but I also it's okay so I'm gonna I'm gonna guess two because I'm really not sure so I'm gonna say either you're an Aries or a Gemini I'm a Gemini (laughs) (laughs) oh my god bro (laughs) you're good I quit quitting my day job, and all I want to do the rest of my life is guess people's zodiac signs. Bro, (laughs) (laughs) that was was here last
0: week that freaked um that freaked out because you got it right. I don't know. Was it Danielle? I think it was Danielle. Oh
1: Oh my god! I want to vomit.
0: That's amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I was born June 11th. Oh, oh, that's so funny. My mom, my mom was born June 14th. She's a Gemini too. Do you work we know? got married was June 14th that's my anniversary okay <laughs> cool my mom's also <laughs> a
1: twin too so which is ironic that Gemini oh wow <laughs> I love that
2: so that's awesome.
1: this is however sadly the end of our podcast oh uh, we leave you a few minutes to talk about yourself pimp yourself out talk about a new release or something like that and oh then we a goodbye okay
2: uh let's see I've already talked about my summer standalones but it starts off with stranded um June 11th my birthday I thought that would be fun uh you can pre-order it for 99 cents which is kind of crazy because it's full length um Mm -hmm. uh yeah and it's about two people that just get stranded out in the middle of nowhere and they are kind of it's enemies to lovers for sure And there's lots of twists and turns. That'll be fun. And then uh, the second book in that is Reconcile, which actually goes with uh, the Sterling series that I did last summer, the Summer of Sterlings.
0: Uh I I love that that series.
2: Oh, thank you. But yeah, so it's Sawyer and Piper's story, but it is a standalone, so you can read it even if you haven't read uh, the Sterlings. Mm -hmm. And then the third one is The Mail Mail. Um, And then the fourth one is Runaways, which is about teen Runaways.
1: I'm here for all of that.
2: And they're all going to be 99 cent pre-orders. So So that's kind of exciting.
1: Order those. Make sure you do that. (laughs) Um, However, thank you so much, Nicole, for joining us. This was super fun. You were so fun.
2: Thank you.
1: you This This was great.
2: Um, You guys are amazing. (laughs) Oh, thank you oh, i just got complimented but you guys
1: uh, made it easy i was so nervous but you guys made it easy oh thanks we appreciate it we try oh. thank you so much for joining us and we hope that you have a great day
2: thank you you too